0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network
1: and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
0: Weinman. The Ginger Gorilla. Lock and Fora. JLC,
1: it's built in. And Barbalace. T-Bone and his nonsensical amusement Woo! park. Inside Access, 1057 The Fan. <laughs>
2: Pass rush, believe me, there's nobody that appreciates pass rushes more than me, you know, uh, and I've seen some great ones here, and I'm optimistic and excited, you know, fortunately we got a chance to take Odafe last year, we think his future is very bright, and I'm excited that we also got Tyus Bowser under a long-term contract last year, and that he'll be back, in my opinion, full strength, ready to go at the start of training camp.
1: Burrow adjusts the plate, he's in trouble, held onto and brought down. Justin Houston's big arm was on him and brought him down back at the 42-yard line. Well, we heard what is frankly, the most popular cut in the history of this show. What's up there? Yeah, well, I don't I know. I think it is. I don't know if there's a cut that gets played nearly as much as uh, Eric DaCosta talking about his love for pass rush, and that was before uh, last year when he was talking about, uh, obviously, David Ajabo and coming yep. off the Achilles, and Ty Spouse are same. Uh, and then you heard of Justin Houston sack, and he had a stretch of about three weeks where he was great, finished with, what, nine and a half? Nine and a half. And a half. <laughs> uh, led the team in sacks. Uh, we... We're under the assumption, and you know what happens when you assume that the Ravens, like they've done the last two years, would sign Justin Houston. Might have him in the back pocket, right? This
0: was right around the time last year as we got close to camp that they decided to get
1: that thing done. Yeah. And so you did some digging. Yeah. What are you hearing vis-a-vis Justin Houston? Mr. EDC might appreciate pass rush, but uh, to this
0: point, he doesn't appreciate having Justin Houston back on the roster this year. Um Think the Ravens have sent some signals to his camp that we're going to get a good long look see at what we have here, and you know we we think we've got some young guys who can get it done. Now that doesn't mean that that's what they're going to say to everyone who's out there, and that's not to say that that door is completely slammed because if you're Justin Houston, you're in no rush to do anything right now anyway, and you know. Once they put the pads on, dudes are going to start dropping and mm-hmm. all of a sudden um people start looking at their emergency list and they start looking at what's behind, you know, door number 2 and your your value and your uh their demand in you could increase. So I'm not saying never, but it's looking pretty unlikely at this point and I don't get the sense that Justin Houston thinks he's going to have a third reunion or I guess a, a third stint and second reunion with these guys.
2: It's definitely surprising because you just think of the intangibles that he brings and what he meant to those young pass rushers like an Adafe Owe or even a Tyus Bowser since uh, Houston's been here for a few years. And, uh, of course, David Ajabo. But, guys, they don't have anyone outside of those three I mean how are they gonna deploy a Tavius Robinson I mean that's a fourth round pick if you're depending on him to get some serious snaps early on they just don't have anyone I mean I would be very very surprised if they don't bring in another veteran off the street well that's the thing right Jason like they it, it is surprising to me too that they wouldn't be
1: all over Justin Houston and I thought they had him in their back pocket a lot of people just kind of yeah, that. yeah
0: and even it, the way EDC spoke about it a few months yeah, ago yes. it kind of like gave the seemed engine. like he was
1: kind of wink winking so let me ask you a hypothetical could this mean that they're on somebody else it could I mean could be
0: a polite way to say we prefer somebody else to you um there are some names. It's odd though, considering he already knows these guys. Yes. You know what I mean? And already has relationships with these kids. I think it might more likely mean that they are going to get a look, as much as we sat here and talked about fake football for six weeks, it's fake football. So I think they may be very much of the mindset that they're inclined to believe that this is good enough. And they'll see if they're that's proven differently at some point in August or early September. Um, there's always the vested veteran deal, too, where some of these guys you'd rather sign going into week two than previously because you don't have to. If it doesn't work out, you don't have to worry about the you know their their contracts being fully vested and having to owe them what would become a fully guaranteed base salary for a vested veteran and termination pay uh, and all that stuff. So there could be an element of that as well. Um, but I, I was surprised as to sort of yeah. how – Like, now we're good, um, the Ravens were.
2: It almost seems like he's taking a similar approach to what he's doing with corner, where you got Pepe Williams, Jalen Armour Davis here, too. What do you have in those guys? It seems like Eric DaCosta is content seeing what he has, at least early on in training camp, where same thing with... Edge, where how's the going to look with pads on now? And uh, Dafe away. Is Chuck Smith working with him? Is he do you have any moves? How's Tyus Bowser looking? It does
1: I, seem like there's better pass rush names on the market though than there are corner names. Sure,
2: yeah,
1: yes. And yeah. so, like, I I think he's kind of stuck at looking at what he's got corner wise. Maybe it's bringing Kyle Fuller back, assuming he's healthy enough. But there ain't a lot of there there, especially if Marcus Peters and the Ravens aren't having a reunion, whereas there there are some names, including Justin Houston, that are still on the market. Yeah, whether it's Melvin Ingram or Carlos Dunlap or Ngaku, who's
0: yes. been here, but you never know. You know Different D coordinator. Know. Robert Quinn, Mario Addison, Frank Clark, I would think, would be a non-starter for them based on um, – some of off the, the off-field field things he's dealt with. I'm a big Akeem Hicks guy. He's kind. He's more of an interior guy than a straight edge. And I think we're kind of looking for more of an edge here. And then there's always the potential for a trade market. I do wonder too if they're thinking rather than commit. I mean, the guy, whatever you want to say about last year, he had almost 10 sacks. Mm-hmm. So it ended up getting him for two million again. So what do we want to commit five and a half, six, whatever, to him or Dunlap or somebody like that now? Or do we want to let this thing play out? See what we have. If it's if that's the if we just need a dude like that, there'll be one to add middle of camp, late in camp, right before the season starts. Even if it's not our main guy, there's enough of them out there. We'll be adding one of them. Or if it looks like an acute need then we try to do something big big like restructure Marlon Humphrey and go try to get
1: Daniel Hunter from the Vikings. So and, and we talked about trades, there's been this trade rumor that is uh sort of blown up on Ravens Twitter where the Ravens would trade Patrick Queen in a four <laughs> to the Commanders for Chase Young. <laughs> yeah, you, you buying any of that? Well, look, let's just look at it.
0: Let's take the Ravens fandom out of it. Let's look at it if you're the Washington Commanders and there's a lot invested in Chase Young. He's one of the faces of that franchise. He's one of the more marketable guys. He's a jersey they've sold a lot of. If you live in that television Been district, you'd see him with the Mercedes-Benz commercials, all the local stuff, and a new a new owner just bought the team. So everybody's under review, right? Everybody's wondering, am I going to get fired at the end of the season? In the front office, in the coaching staff, whatever, <laughs> It makes a whole lot more sense for them to try to coach Chase Young up, put him in positions to succeed, have him get 15 sacks and let this billionaire give him whatever the hell he wants, mm-hmm. then trade him for, you know what I mean, for whatever, whatever Patrick Queen might be, who's also a rental. Yeah. So, like, wouldn't we try to f- fix our guy up? And their front, their defensive front with Chase Young, if he's Chase Young, is so good. They got the linebacker from Kentucky. They have a few other dudes. I don't know that you're worried about Patrick Queen. If you're kicking everybody's ass with your front four, you know what I mean? Why do you need a $15 million Patrick Queen? Because that's, you know, at the bare minimum, that's what he's going to yeah. want moving yeah. forward. I just don't think it makes sense on a lot of levels. And particularly if you're the Washington Commanders. You 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 want Chase Young. You want you want Chase Young to be a good problem. You don't want to sell low on Chase Young when people there are trying to keep their jobs.
2: It just doesn't make any sense from a roster building standpoint where I, I get it. The injuries have decimated him over the past couple of years. He's 24 years old. Right. It doesn't make any sense for and, the commanders. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And and he was seen as this generational type talent. And had a better really, Yes. And had a really good rookie season where you're trading a pass rusher for an inside linebacker
0: if you want to say, oh, well, look what they've done with Payne and what they've done with Allen. That's fine. Let this guy blow up, franchise tag him, and then trade him for whatever, you know, trade him for four or five different things. Mm -hmm. Combinations of players and picks. Do a tag and trade. Whatever. But he seems to be healthy for the first time in a long time. I I can't imagine that people in that front office are like, yeah, let's dump him now for a mid-round pick and a guy who might not be here in a year.